Chris Ford's reporting the Lakers love Okafort. Might consider trading for him. What? What y'all think, y'all? We giving up that dude with your little Okafor for the number two pick? Is it worth it? Are we better? Are we worse? Are we giving up too soon on Okafor? What y'all think, man? Oh, yeah, by the way, how y'all doing? This is Kev Scott. And this is the new podcast. We owe you one. In conjunction with weowyouone.com, the website. Six and talk. All day, every day. We taking over, y'all. You're not going to get this talk on the radio. You're not going to get this talk watching TV. This is talk you hear in the barbershop, in the bars, at work, on the basketball court. It's that Philly shit talk, y'all. No f- unfiltered, unfiltered, have a filter you want to call it. But yeah, I'm not sure about this. I think we're giving up too soon on Okafor. A big with Temp Duncan-like skills offensively, that's, that's not every day. That's not every year. I'm not sure. And of course, if we do that, in exchange, we get the number two pick this year. And of course, with that, we would draft the kid Brandon Ingram out of Duke. Which is obviously the flip-flop right now. Should we get Ben Simmons or Ingram? I mean, Ingram is intriguing. 6'9", 195. Duke forward, the best player on the team. Everyone compares him to Durant. As far as offensively, nice shot. Wing player. Drive to the hole. Just as skinny, maybe even skinnier. Maybe even the extra... Longer wingspan, wingspan than Durant, which is crazy. Predator type shit. I mean, if the dude is like eight tenths of Durant, I mean, you gotta think about it, right? But I don't know. So many variables, so many unknowns. It's tough, man. You have your known with Okafor. It's just can he course this with Noel and Embiid? If he plays. So that's that's the question. Which I think out there. Oh and I'm so sorry. I'm so ahead of myself. Damn y'all we got the number one pick. What the fuck? We got the number one pick. The process worked. The last two years we got. Gank. We finally worked. We got the number one pick. So you know. Our destiny is in our hands. We picked the right player. I don't know about y'all. I was watching that shit. Drinking hand. It was down to us. The Lakers and the Celtics. I mean, if you're a Philly fan, you know. The tension, the apprehension, the anxiety was in. I thought the fix was in. It's like, no way we're going to get this pick. They're going to shit on this. Lakers getting it. Or the Celtics, whoever. As long as Philly ain't getting it. We got that shit, man. I don't know. I think the last time I was that happy was 20 years ago. Of course, y'all know, 96, we got that pick. We grabbed AI. I think I jumped up and down that year, 96. I was, of course, 20 years younger. But I think I jumped just as high this year, 20 years later. Now we need Colangelo and the boys to do the right thing. Get the best play in the draft. The Aussie dude, Ben Simmons. LeBron-like. Magic-like. 
crazy passing skills, 6'10 dude. I saw the clips on YouTube like everybody. Uh, I definitely love the handle. I love the passing skills. He's definitely hesitant with the offensive game, the shooting game. Dude has no three whatsoever. I heard on the sports talk radio this week, like, he actually took three three-pointers the entire fucking year. Three three-pointers? <laughs> I take I take about five or six in my job league every week, in my little bullshit basketball job league, but that's another story. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's the concern, but, I mean, he's 19 years old. I'm not really thinking about that. I mean... A 6'10 dude that can handle the ball, see the whole floor, get everyone involved. He just need to, he can do what the dude DeRozan is doing with Toronto right now. Float around 10 feet, 15 feet. Shoot those little baby hooks. The little soft one-handed runners, J's in the lane, baby sky hooks. Until he get his J together. And by the way, DeRozan is nice. The mid-range game is crazy. He got me thinking of the, the NBA back in the 80s, like... You know what I mean? Or some Mike shit back in the 90s, like 10, 15, 20 feet, like it's money. But, you know, they squad about to get tossed the fuck out. But anyway, that's a side note. Oh, so, Cleveland, since I've spoke about the Rosen, you know, might as well talk about that. Yeah, I think it's a wrap. LeBron, Cleveland, I don't like them, but, you know, I think they done had enough of Toronto and Drake with his nut ass jumping around like a mascot. It's over. I don't know if y'all know he was clowning LeBron on his Instagram. You know, that was kind of like a big little funny thing, but it's a wrap. I think Cleveland put them, put a, how Barkley and them say, going fishing. I think he makes Toronto and the guys go fishing tonight, even though I let it do Kyle Lowry, you know, Philly dude to the fullest. That's, that's just a true Philly point guard right there. I love him. But damn, I think it's a wrap. They're just not good enough. Cleveland plays 80% tonight. Effort-wise, they're, they're going to win and just going on to the finals. On the other side of the equation, Golden State is in a world of shit. They can't do nothing with my man Westbrook. And I, before the playoffs started, my pick was Golden State to just go ahead and repeat and win it all. Like I think most people thinking 73 wins, like goddamn the best season ever. Curry doing shit that people never seen. Myself, I never seen on the fucking NBA court. He playing dudes like he playing on the fucking Harlem Globe trials against the Washington Nationals every every fucking night. So yeah, I picked those dudes to win it all. But you know, shit. Westbrook and Durant and the boys. That motherfucking Coach Donovan, they they took it back, man. They took that shit back to Saturday morning in the parks and the street leagues. Like, we just gonna punk y'all niggas. We gonna extra hard. We gonna rough you up. We gonna be physical. And you're gonna match our level of intensity. If not, we running all over y'all. And that's basically what's going down. We got kind of in a sense, boys against men physically. Intense-wise. You know, they, they ain't take their heart, but they definitely out-muscling them. They're, they're stronger, they're bigger, and, and that's just taking a toll on them dudes. I do think Curry is a little 
a little nicked up, a little hurt. He doesn't look the same. He's not doing the shit he's been doing all year. I do agree with that. It's a narrative out there that Curry's not 100%. I do agree with that, but that being said, it's just... Wait, Westbrook and the boys and Durant is coming at these dudes, man. They hungry. And you see that shit every year. It's pretty much the common denominator. The hungriest, grittiest teams every year in the NBA normally wins it. And they just got that look this year. Golden State had it last year. Everyone wants to speak about the Detroit Pistons about 10 years ago. What, what was it, 04, 05 when they beat the Lakers and they was like mad underdogs? But they just out-physicaled them. They out-muscled them, out-hustled them. That's kind of what's going on right now. Like, they just wanted more. I mean, of course, injuries and Draymond Green not playing up to par, things like that play a part. But, hey, man, that's why they play the games. Alright, so let me actually bring it back to the beginning. This is a new podcast. We're calling it We Owe You One. In conjunction, we have the website, weowyou1.com. We Owe You One, if you're a Philly fan, Sixers fan from way back. That was a model used back in the, the late 70s. The team that lost to Portland in 77. You know, they had the lead. Portland came back, beat them, yada, yada, yada. You know all that bullshit. I don't need to go into that. You know. Anyway, they came back. They were saying, we owe you one to the fans in the city. Like, we, we let y'all down. We, we had it, and we let it go. So that was the model for the following year's team. Of course, they didn't want it to 83 when they got Moses. But, you know, that was like a you know popular model back then. And just thinking about this podcast and trying to make it unique and creative. And, you know, true hardcore Sixers fans, something that they would probably recognize and respect. I'm like, all right, well, you know, we owe you one. That's, you know, that's within our tradition. If, if you're a Sixers fan, I think you get it. Most people will get it. If not, Google it. Wikipedia it. You know what I mean? So, you know, we run away that. And I'm the host again, Kev Scott. Philly fan for years. No Philly dude born and bred, so I'm giving it to you uncut, front of heart. You know how we do. So, you know, please support the podcast if you can. Keep pumping them up. We're going to run like that. Power.